Back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, three. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. For SML Entertainment. Escape the daily rush with one of SML Entertainment's large selection of hot tubs, including the Caldera Spa Utopia series. Visit SMLEntertainment.com. All right, man. Welcome finally to the playoff edition mm-hmm. of the 81 plus 19 equals 100 show. Hey, if you could pick a celebrity of whose voice it, you could sound like, I'm not talking about singing, just talking, who would it be? Oh, oh boy. There's so many. That's the first thing. Mine's T.I. <laughs> I watch Hustle and Flow or Rhythm and Flow. <laughs> He's like, man, listen. You ain't that good. <laughs> like okay. the way he talks, I'm like. That's how. That's who you'd want to sound like. Yeah, okay. and that was you trying it's to sound just, like him, yeah. or were you just? No, no, that was me completely yeah. trying. Okay. He's well, got like the yeah. most distinguished, laid back, like. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I can be any famous British actor ever. Oh, like right now you can. Yeah. Let's hear it. Oi, governor. <laughs> Oi, governor. Couple teen crumpets, and we got to solve a mystery, don't it? <laughs> James Bond is me. Oh, that sounds man. exactly like James Bond. Oi, Casino I, Royale, in it? <laughs> in it? In it? What about you? I uh, I would go with uh, what's his name, Liv Schreiber. The he does who? all the yeah, who? he voices all. Well, he, he's been in a bunch of movies. He dated Naomi Watts. Who? But he did, like so did I. Twenty. You did too. Congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all the twenty four sevens. Like you ever see twenty four seven on nope. uh, HBO? You've no. never seen the boxing ones before? Like, nope. No. He's good voice. <laughs> that or uh, that or Morgan Freeman. Okay, let's okay, hear there that. There you go. Yeah, you should have yeah. went with that answer. That was way well, better. I, I like Liv Schreiber's voice a little bit. You don't know who Liv Schreiber is? Who? And who's Morgan Freeman? <laughs> just, for, <laughs> just a reference. Like, Refresh me. Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, uh, who's on the keys? Are they Maddie? Uh, Peter Klein's on the keys. Today. Peter! Pat took mine. I was going to say Morgan Freeman for sure. Although, uh, I will back Pat up. Liv Schreiber is an excellent answer. Oh, man. I was actually going to have you try to talk trash about his. <laughs> no. Now you've lost all respect. All right. <laughs> a lot of guys sang Morgan Freeman. I don't hear a lot of Morgan Freeman into yeah. the microphone. We, we can't top that amazing James Bond that you just did. Like, we, we, Why, why would we all try to compete for second place? Can I You're please right. hear one of y'all do Liv Schreiber? Well, is this one that we're supposed to imitate or one no, that we no. wish that we had? No, you wish, I but can't can you imitate him? him? He's, very, uh, he's very regal when he talks. He's like... Uh, t- I'll see, see if I can think about it. If we were doing a 24-7 documentary on the Stamps and the Bombers, it would be something like this. It would be like, it's game day, and Bo Levi Mitchell is preparing. Oh, okay. Now yeah. I think I know uh, who you're talking about. The guy's Still got not. a dope voice. Yeah. Like, Bo Levi Mitchell's kidding. regular routine before a game is to eat three Cheetos. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I want to see. He takes <laughs> his arms. <laughs> I want to see these Cheetos. <laughs> He's got one of those voices that like, just makes you care about something you should Exactly. Okay, I, wanna, I hope you're listening. So, Pete, can we get a uh, Morgan Freeman, please? Oh, I was I was geared up to do a, a Liv Schreiber. I, I don't know. Oh, if I let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Let's go. Okay, I need to I need to play some music though to just like fully get okay. into it. So let Ooh, me just. Okay. Uh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I gotta get real dramatic here. Ratings. <clears throat> Improbability can be a daunting notion to ponder. <laughs> the idea of things that almost never happen. The understanding. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was real. Yeah, I thought that was him. I thought you knew that. I was like, oh my god. Uh, 
recliner. <laughs> Debut on the bow show, and he knocks it out of the park. Huge. We don't miss Will. Here, I'll send. <laughs> go ahead and send Nalt to text. He's fired. Yeah. <laughs> that was outstanding. Well, good work on the keys, Kleiner. That was <laughs> That's impressive. Huge. Thank you. Thank you. That don't perfect. expect that All for right. the rest of the show. I've peaked already. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. But if you have if you have comments, chime in. Unless they're, you know, Naltish. <laughs> okay. And that's just for you, not you, Rose. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you stay right where you are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who would win most Klukas, Klukas outstanding? like a drunk Hugh Grant is uh, one that comes in. <laughs> Oi, governor. Oi. Appreciate it, governor. <laughs> uh, who, Grant, who would win most outstanding player at Sports at 960 this year? Ooh. Ooh, this year for yeah, whose ratings are like so obviously far? besides me and Clue because that's yeah clear number one. Well, but you guys aren't employees, so you guys don't count. Who's we get employees? voter fatigue. I get paid by the same person you get paid by. That's a good point, but so I'm an employee. But you're and you're, Clue gets you're... paid by me, so he's an employee. Of me. <laughs> yeah, yes. Do you pay him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, gonna make. I, you can't come on the show and not get paid. I gotta pay the guy. Like I said, uh, he's my boss, but also friends. <laughs> friends, friends. Yeah. I'm gonna friends, my friends. my number one vote would go to Matty Rose. I think. Really? Dude's, dude's been slaying it Has on the Peter reports. Yeah. Good job, yeah, man. I think I'd go Matty Rose Thanks, my boys. MLP. Yeah. Mm, not me. Appreciate it. Oh, whoa, whoa. Who <laughs> said you could talk on it? Yeah. No, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I whoa. left his mic up. My Somebody bad. turn that guy's <laughs> mic off. All right. Let's get, let's get into some playoff talk real quick. Yeah. Just because these next couple of segments, I feel like it's going to run yeah. away with amazingness. And I just want to talk some CFL before that happens. We can keep let's talking about me if you guys want. No, we're good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Turn the mic off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Matt. I actually think you're pretty intelligent. You know, you know sports pretty well. Uh, whenever you talk about the CFL, um, but uh, yeah, that's that, that's for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep at it, kid, and maybe next year. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. So we got we got the uh, East semi. Who plays first? Us or them? I think we do. They they play first. They play early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't we like a two o'clock game though? Yeah. Two thirty. Yeah, and they play. Oh, they it's play like at ten o'clock. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Um. All right. So let me get let me get predictions. Okay. And these are unbiased as far as like nobody like come out and be like, oh, Kluke said Edmonton's gonna lose. He doesn't think Edmonton's good. Like no, like we're just we're yeah. we're all picking. You got to pick a team. So uh, let's get a win and maybe like a. Um, Maybe a, a why okay. or a best player of the game kind of thing. Yeah. Don't worry. Three down Outside nation will mention my name. Outside of quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter oh, what I and say. And Pat and Peter Klein and, and Matt and the and other guy. Josh Huff. The man. <laughs> yeah. Herky Mayala was great on the show yeah. today. Come on, Dunk. <laughs> uh, who's going first? I'll go first. Give okay. you all time to think. Um, I know who I'm going with. Well, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I think I'm going Montreal. Strictly for the fact that Trev's been off for a while. You're going over to the East. I think they've been playing well. And, and one thing I've been impressed with is is Kahari playing Vernon. And he gets a drive or two. But he's throwing two touchdowns on like both the times he's been in for two, three drives. You know what I mean? So I think he's going to come out feeling kind of hot. Like, oh, I'm used to only coming out here getting two drives. And he and that's kind of made him think about the game a little bit differently. Like, hey, you're only getting two or three drives here, so go out and perform, and then let's get out. And he's gone out, has some touchdowns. So I think he's going to get off to a hot start. Uh, I think Edmonton's going to fight back a little bit. But um, in the end, just these last couple of games, the way Edmonton's had to play compared to the way Montreal's been playing, I'm going to go Montreal. 
I've got I've got Montreal too. I think it's a lot to ask for them to go all the way east to play early. And I am I'm a little I don't know worried's the right word. And and you might you might have no time for this argument, but I do I do wonder a little bit about Trev only playing the one game in about yeah. two months. I yeah. I was a little surprised no, they didn't I give him some some was, reps in that final game. I, like even a driver too. But I mean I've dealt with arm issues and I know that. Sometimes that time off, like he came back, if he felt good enough, he's like, all right, cool, let me just, again, rest my arm a little bit longer. You so listen I, to him, right? Yeah, I listen. I think he knows his, his body better than anybody. Yeah, I kind of want to play devil's advocate, but I can't. So I'm <laughs> going to go Montreal, Montreal at home. And same thing, I think that whole offense should have played together against Sask. I mean, it's easy to say outside looking in, and obviously I wanted Edmonton to win. Yeah. So, But, you know, I think Harris gets some more reps with those guys in a live game just because he's been off so long. So I think that might – I think they'll be fine, but I'm predicting a slow start for Edmonton. And I think Montreal is going to come out fast, so I'm going to take Montreal. Yeah, and I, I think the the thing to me is I would have liked to see some momentum build for that offense. Like, yeah. It, it would have been a lot different if they had won that first game. And like, all right, now Trev sit for sure. But like yep. – I yeah, I agree. Like when I watched the game, I don't really ever. I didn't ever. I never saw them get like some really good momentum. You know, like they had the fumble down low on on Fajardo, and and that's why they were right there at the end zone. Um, but they, I don't, I don't think they ran both of them in, didn't they? Anyway, what, in that it doesn't matter. Game? Either way, just I didn't see any them driving the field to feel great about themselves of you know coming into this last game. But um, man, when Trevor was healthy, that's what this is the one devil's advocate thing I can say. When Trevor was healthy, he was playing very very well. The defense was playing a lot better because the time possession was changed now. They weren't on the field as much. They could be more aggressive. Um, yeah, I think uh, it'll be a closer game than I think some people expect. Yeah, I do think Trevor back in there, he kind of uh, gets their playmakers going a lot more. Like, I feel like we've kind of forgot about some of the guys the Eskimos have on the outside, you know, like yeah. DeVars, just because they haven't been getting the ball out to them yeah. as much as they used to. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of see those guys get involved again. So let's go player of the game. Outside of quarterback. Uh, I really like uh, I really like that Eugene Lewis. That guy is turned yeah. into a, a stud receiver. So I'll go. I'll, I'll say he has a big game at home with uh, with VA thrown to him. I'll go. I'll go Lewis. All right. I'm gonna go. Uh, if Montreal wins, I'm going to stand back. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna predict three pass interferences in the end zone. To get them on the one yard line, stand back, finish them off for touchdowns. If Edmonton wins, I'm gonna go um, to Vaughn Smith. Oh, oh, Canada! A different guy that you know, run him on some subs, some shields, some things you might not see. Distract him more with Ellingson, and because uh, I think that's the way they got to win. They got to be really, really smart. They got to protect the football. Um, they're gonna, ha- and they, they're huge. When they, when they were playing really well, it was sub action, play action. You know, it was a lot of different stuff. So. I definitely see them uh, going that direction. Yeah, I'll take if Montreal wins, I'll go levels because I just think that defense is going to be a big reason why yeah. they win. Like I predicted, slow start for Edmonton. I think levels is going to wreak some havoc. And if I go Edmonton wins, I'm going to go Ellingson because I just think he's a big time player. They're going to need him to be huge. Huge if they playoff. Are win that huge win. playoff guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if if Edmonton wins, I'll go Shaq Cooper. I think that uh, and 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 it looks like both he and Gable are going to dress. They're going to have to screw with the ratio a little bit to get him in there. But 
all Cooper has done, I think he's only started like four games this year, but every time he's been in there, he gives them something that, and this is no knock on Gable because Gable's way better in the blocking game and, and he is huge for them in pass pro, but I just, I, I think that Cooper gives him a little bit of an added element. He can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. I think a couple big plays from Shaq Cooper. So I'll go uh, with Gable starting. I'll still say Cooper's the player of the game for the S. All right, and then I'm not going to make anybody predict this next one, but we'll talk about our game. Uh, we got Winnipeg. We've played them three times. Uh, the home team's won every time. Been, I think, t- in total is a point differential of seven. So yeah. close, close games this entire time. Um, I mean, for us to win the game, we've got to control the ball, control the clock. Uh, we've got to hit our plays. We've got to feel confident about what we're doing. Uh, defense had to step up and play really well. You know, they they played good last time, but just towards the end fell off a little bit, um, allowing them to drive the field. And, and then offense has to finish. For me, I think we did a great job of finishing in the end zone against them, and that's what that's when I felt like we were at our best against them is we're finishing out there in the green zone um, and then finishing drives at the end of the game when it's time to go win the game. Yeah. The interesting thing about the losses we've had to Winnipeg is I feel like in our room we've kind of said different areas of the game we've shot ourselves in the foot. And I kind of wonder what they're seeing with this extra time off. Because I'm sure they're also thinking, you know, oh, those games, maybe we could have won by more. And they have extra prep time that we don't. So I'm sure they're going to show some things at us that we haven't seen before. But, you know, our, our guys are pretty good at adjusting on the fly. And I think we're so good at making, you know, getting together on the sideline and figuring things out. But yeah. kind of interested to see what they throw at us. Because whether it's, you know, offense or defense, there's going to be a couple things that they're probably going to try to expose that they've seen in film over the last week. Biggest thing that I, I'm really curious about, I saw Strebler today said that he's still not 100%, and he's lucky the game's not today were his words. So I don't even know if he's going to be good to go come Sunday. But if he is ready to go, I'm, I'm really curious to see how they partition him and Caleros. My guess is Caleros is going to get the start regardless, but... Do they do they go Streveler for you know some change of pace looks? Do they throw him in for four or five series, or they just stick to Zach? That's gonna because they used Streveler like that when Nichols was healthy. So I'm I'm curious to see if they show you guys a little bit more of that this time around, and and try and maybe catch you off guard with some Wildcat looks or yeah. something like that. I mean, here's the thing: you put in a guy in for Wildcat and he's not healthy. Like, how much does he really give you? Yeah. You know, even try, when he tried to run against us, it was working until he was hurt. You know, so I just yep. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's uh Yeah, and if he's not at a hundred percent then it's probably a moot point. Yeah, then how much it, I mean, but at the same time if it's maybe if he can't run, you know, it, it looks more like run stuff. You bring guys in to look like run and they've got stuff over the top. Because he has hit those before and he hit them against us, uh, at home. Yeah. That one to Kenny Lawler. So um yeah, I mean I think uh we gotta limit their big plays. Um obviously run game, we always talk about run game. You gotta stop Andrew he's gonna be He's going to be on a uh, on a mission just with all this, you know, end of the season MOP stuff, all that kind of stuff. Um, having a week off, that's huge for a running back. He's going to come out hot, but I think we've got to come out and hit him. We've got to get Zach off his game early. He's only played one game this year, so you know, even though he played well last time, now he's at now he's on the road. Now he's got to come into our house, and uh, and I think we can cause some trouble for him. Yeah, and now we've seen you know some film on Zach, which we didn't have earlier in the year. So I kind of talked about their extra prep time, but now we've kind of seen him play a game. It's a little bit less unknown to us, so I think that 
helps us out as well. Is that weird playing like for them? They play three like you never see that three straight games yeah, against the be same weird. team. Yeah, and even for you, like it's I know that BC was meaningful, but you know, the three most meaningful games you played in the last three four weeks have all been against the same team. That's got to be strange. It's almost like a mini playoff series that you guys are playing. Yeah, it's it's, it's a crazy chess match. Just and that's that's my thing, and I I keep reiterating that to you know coaches and players and everybody that hey let's not overthink everything let's get out there and play football like we don't need to like try to create 9,000 plays for a certain coverage because we don't know what they're going to do they've had an entire week off so let's just create our plays that we like that we feel comfortable with they can work against any coverage that anybody runs against us and allow myself to find the correct throw Um, I think that's what's worth the best is just not trying to create things based off one look you know, like sometimes you get on film, you see something you're like, oh, let's try to put this in because it looks good against this look. But then you don't know what their plan is against you. It might be device Reggie, it might be device Eric, it might be device both those guys to make the guys on the outside face you. Um, it could be drop nine, it could be stack the box. So um, I think playoffs, you got to be ready for anything, and especially a Mike O'Shea, La Police, the guys they've got over there, the minds they've got over there. Um, they're going to come up with some stuff, you know, to really change things up, and we've got to be ready to kind of see that and just react to it instead of predicting that we know what they're going to do. Yeah, it's been pretty weird uh, day one of past three or four weeks going over the same personnel over and over again. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just an interesting situation I didn't really think would happen, but it's just the way the schedule worked out. Yep. All right, well, hey, uh, in this second segment coming up, we're going to go on a break here. In the second segment, we've got the armchair quarterback. So you can call in, text in, 960-960, or call in 403-240-4444. Let me know what I could have done better last game, uh, what as an offense that we could have changed, you know, what you would like to see, and maybe what you want to see this weekend coming up in the Winnipeg game. And if you have any questions about the playoffs coming up, uh, whether it's our team, the other teams uh, in the east side as well, uh, let me know, text in, we'll have some answers for you. You'll listen to both show on Sportsnet 960 fans. The Bo Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. For SML Entertainment, escape the daily rush with one of SML Entertainment's large selection of hot tubs, including the Caldera Spa Utopia series. Visit smlentertainment.com. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Armchair Quarterback segment. We've got two tickets to the game this weekend to give away. Um, Weather's supposed to be a balmy, like negative 12. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, Um, get your Mai Tais out. These are the games you don't want to miss. You want to, you want to talk about how your beer froze and your toes were killing you, but you saw Bo throw this perfect touch pass mm-hmm. to the back of the end zone. Every year the temperature drops one degree that you tell it to your kids. <laughs> It'll be minus 40 in 10 years. Yeah. So, so yeah. in Calgary history. <laughs> Uh, you ready for some text? I am. Okay, call, by the way, if you want to talk to Bo and Kluke, 403-240-4444 or star 960 on Rogers Wireless. Uh, okay, I'll start right at the top. Sup, Kluke? Hey, Bo. Do you guys Sup. think that Edmonton threw their last game just to stick it to the Stamps with winning the West? Uh, I did not until they put in a rookie on the last drive. Like I was watching that game, I'm like, why are you putting him in? I understand that Kilgore is only thrown for like 90 or 100 yards at this point, but he's also seen the defense for the whole game. Yeah. And, yeah, then you just throw the rookie in. Hey, on this first play, I want you to throw it right to that linebacker. <laughs> right there. <laughs> just look off your receiver and find the linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. When I – I was kind of going back and forth, and then I saw him in there, and I was texting my friend. I was like, oh, how long has he been in? And he says, just now. 
I was like, hmm, the, the that's drive, bold strategy, yeah, Connor. Yeah, the right drive there. to win the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's not a, not a terrible strategy to, like, get him in there and get him some – get him a look. Yeah. But we should have done it at a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, – I mean, but that's the thing. It's, it's on us. We should have finished our – you know, handled our business, won our game against Winnipeg or a game earlier in the year and, and not had to be worried about this. So can't can't put it on Edmonton. They don't care what we do and what happens to us, rightfully so. I agree with everything I saw Jason Moss say. Like, I don't care if Calgary wins or not. I don't care if they're in first place. We're going to the East, and that's all I care about. So if, as yeah. long as we're healthy, that's how I'm going to play the game. Uh, thoughts on Claybrooks being fired. I don't think it's the right way to build a franchise that consistently competes. Think about the stability the Stamps have enjoyed. That's a huge reason for the success of the team that comes from Mike. Yeah, I, I 100% completely agree with what this guy just said. I don't think, it, and I might be a little bit biased with Claybrooks, but honestly not really. This is my thoughts on any head coach. You believed in him for a reason. You brought him in for a reason. But you got to think, you brought in a new quarterback, and yeah, I understand Mike, Mike is, is who he is. But you brought a new quarterback and all new coaches and assistants. It's going to take time to gel. And if you saw towards the end of the season, it started to yep. until Mike broke his wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I heard some rumors, you know, Clearbrooks wasn't going to throw any of his un- other coaches under the bus, and that's why he wasn't going to uh, – he wasn't going to fire any of his guys, and they got that's why they got rid of him. I have no idea what the truth is over there. Um, but From what I understand, there was pressure from like the very top that this is a bad season. We paid X amount of money. We've got the highest paid player in the CFL, and this is what happened. Somebody's got to take the fall for it. And they wanted, they wanted, from what I've read, from what I understand, there was a thought they wanted the coaching staff to go uh, Devon's coaching staff to be like, okay, you handpick this, we'll keep you, but these guys are going to go. He said no, and that's why he's gone. And I think it's a garbage move. Uh, like I'm with you. Like You go out and you handpick that guy to build a long-term future, and then you give him a year after one bad year. It seems completely counterproductive. Yeah, I think when you look at successful football teams, any league, CFL or NFL, the one thing they have in common is stability, getting used to things. That's especially one thing I'm really learning here, how big chemistry is and guys kind of, you know, quarterback receiver but any position even dbs knowing each other knowing the coaches knowing how they want you to play things so just switching up again i mean doesn't seem like the right move to me yeah i just i don't know just any any time you bring a coach in it's just you've got to give the guy a chance you got to give the guy time to get his guys in there yeah um you know yeah you brought in you brought in mike but everybody else there isn't built for the team that you're trying to put together yet you know, and now he's got a full offseason. Now he's going to have an extra chance to really get some guys and really start to see what he has in the, in the room and then go outside of the room and say, okay, now where's, where are the other guys we can get? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a, that was a tough move. And, I mean, this is a it's a tough business. You know, yep. it's, it's going to happen. Some, some owners want stuff to happen quick. Some owners are a little bit more patient and understand that, you know, it's going to take time. Um, but you make yourself look bad when you say, like, we made the wrong decision. Yeah, you know, Seems like, like oh yeah, 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 just like okay, so who are you gonna go find that's gonna replace him? Yeah, and just give you that much better of a year next year. Uh, Bo, would you like to see the season moved up a month so we wouldn't have to deal with the cold weather so much? Yeah, I get this question a lot. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care, honestly. Uh, I like the cold. I think it's fun to play in. Um, I know some of my players probably don't, you know, but to me, it's more about competing with. Um, the NHL, you know, we've got a we've got to wait for the NHL season to kind of start to be over before we start our stuff up. So I think that's the, the right. biggest thing. Yeah. 
to me, like playoff football is always cold. So I feel like it'd be weird for me if it wasn't because yeah. it's just how it's been for me from here since high school. Yeah. So I can't imagine it any other way. It's not like it doesn't snow in April. Like training camp could still have snow. I have an idea. Instead of moving it up, why doesn't, it, why doesn't everybody get a dome? There we go. I'm big into that. That'll be next year. We'll have a dome. Yeah, a hundred years. Yeah, a hundred years to figure this thing out. <laughs> yeah. There's one how solution. How long has CFL been here? Dates don't have to change. I got a question though. Okay. Would you like the playoff games to still be on Saturday instead of Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I would. You know, not to be competing with the NFL for viewers and whatnot, but I mean, that's that's something I I think we've talked about and. I think the answer has been that, that we don't really lose viewers yeah. during the playoffs. So, I, I don't know. I, I like it being on Sunday. It feels like a great football day, and, and now you don't got to really plan around anything. Everybody can buy their tickets whenever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'd like the Grey Cup on Saturday. i just so used to the Saturday schedule now. Now, to me, it feels like yeah, this isn't the day that we play. See, that's crazy because I, I have no idea what day it is, like, ever. Oh, really? I know that. Our show, the radio show, is on Wednesday. Yep, and so does the whole world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the note. Like of yeah. all the days in the week, it's the only one I know. It, it game day is the second most important, and no, I don't know. Bo show is I don't, the first important. I don't know the day. Your day saying, one, two, three walk. I'm day one, two, three walk through <laughs> game day. Right. Like I right. am a very singular thought person when it comes to my schedule. Like someone's like, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow?" I'm like, "Dude, I have meetings in an hour. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing tonight. I, 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 I have to be there at." By nine, done at two thirty, and that's all I know so far. Uh, hey, Boo, uh, Bo and Cloop, Cloop uh, put with a P. Uh, hey, Bo and Cloop was in Regina last week for the Heritage Classic, and it took about ten minutes to conclude that one million a year to live in Regina is not enough. Bo, how long did it take to decide not to go there? <laughs> <laughs> that comes from Luke. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it took a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> It's my last comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, hey, they've got their guy, man. They've I'm got, not touching that one. <laughs> they've got their guy. Um, Bo, do you think Coach Dickinson listens to the Bo show? Uh, no, I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's told me. <laughs> I think he does whenever uh, uh, our media guy does. Our media guy, Sean. And then uh, if something is... Oh, how can I put this? If something is questionable that we say. Controversial. Yes, yeah. controversial. He will take it to Dave and show it to him, and then I get in trouble. He's giving me some tips on how to make the show better, but I don't think he listens to it. He always just gives me a quick, Luke, work on your ideas. Yeah, like we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about something, and he'll be like, like, all right, Bo, y'all can talk this route out or just figure it out on your Bo show. Yeah, every time there's a <laughs> in practice, yeah, me and Bo doing something. All right, just talk about it on the Wh show. What do those conversations go like when you've said something controversial? <laughs> uh, Man, honestly, it typically ends with Dave saying, listen, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with what you said, but you just can't say it. <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> Not to four million listeners. You can't say it. You know, I mean, like, they've got Twitter just ready to go at their fingertips the moment we say something. So, yeah. Got to be paying attention. Got to well, be on the P's and Q's. When you say something. Yeah. Three down, nation. <laughs> Get off your keyboards. Bo, what's your go-to order at Whataburger? Uh, I wait till 11 o'clock, and it is two uh, fully loaded taquitos and a honey butter chicken biscuit. 
What? At a burger what? place? Why till 11? Is it like a after 11 deal? Listen, late night menu? I'm sorry. You don't go to Whataburger for burgers, okay? Whoa. It's their, it's their late night breakfast menu they have. That's why everybody goes. That's the, the uh, when you've had too much hydration, yep. that's where you go. Oh, yeah. That's where you go. Fully loaded taquitos and a... And a honey butter chicken biscuit. Honey butter chicken biscuit. It'll change your life. I'll um, just trust me. I'm always down for my life to be changed. <laughs> You've never had what a burger before. I've never had that. I've never had Chick Fil A. I've never had any of the. You've like, never had Chick Fil A. Never. Like any of the the big American fast food places people talk about. I've never had them. I feel so sorry for you right now. <laughs> I had Chick Fil A for the first time in Houston, and it was unbelievable. <laughs> it's that good. The, like, pi- the chicken the, sandwich is the that good. Pickles on it. You're Dude, like, oh my god, it was pretty amazing. solid. It was I love good. a chicken sandwich. And I, I gotta say, any anybody listening? Okay, I'm sorry. Everyone from California right now that's listening. Yep. In and out. In and out is it. awful. The worst fast food burger. In and out is terrible. Is that bad? Dude, I don't like. They just think it's so good. It's like. Wow. It's, just like they put thousands of dressing burger. on it, it's just ugh. and they're just so hyped about their fries with chili cheese and you know yeah. whatever Fritos on there. Like they think it's it's called like crazy loaded or I don't know animal style. Animal style. They yep. think it's just like the best thing ever. And I'm like, it's this it's the nostalgia of it, right? Like they oh. did they had it in high school the one time they got hydrated and yep. and it's like oh this is the best food <laughs> yeah. ever. It's always hydrated, hey. Eh? Where are you on Sonic? Yeah. Sonic is Sonic's the number one of my power rankings. Sonic question. is fantastic. Yeah, they have amazing everything, but they have the best ice in the world. So the crushed ice is amazing. Dude, the Route Forty Four drink. It's like forty four ounces. I used to get Ooh. that in high school. Who likes A and W? We gotta get Clue well, more, chill because we're still looking for traveled. a sponsor now for this segment. So. Oh yeah, That's a good point. <laughs> and up, and up, it's up. <laughs> You guys are insane about In and Out. I I disagree. I think it's terrible. Um, do you think the team would lose people if there was a dome in this city? It, would we lose people? I don't would know if that means lose fans or lose players. All right. First off, any fan that tells me that playing outside is CFL football is because they're not the youngest people in the world. Like, I run into so many people like, man, I'm a huge fan. I love watching you guys, but I am not sitting outside in the cold. 100%. They're like, like, dude, it is. it blows my mind how many people tell me that every single year. Like, if y'all had a dome, I would be at every game. But I'm not going to go out there and not knowing if it's going to be super windy and McMahon Stadium has no cover for wind and I have to sit at the bathrooms for an hour and all this stuff. Like, dude, if you put a dome out there, I promise you we would damn near sell out every single game. Yeah, there's something special about playing in minus twenty. But there oh is, boy, sure. there's something special about but plus twenty you know when what? you can throw the ball over the place. That's fine <laughs> with me. Then make it where you can retract the top. And yeah, if, and if you want to have a snow game to mess with somebody else, then you do it. You got that option. If you, you have get the home option. Field, right? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't take the option. I'm just saying it's fun. <laughs> once. Yeah, no, no it is. It's, like, it's okay, fun, but dude, when I when I see fans leave because of how cold it is and they don't show up to the game when it's like that. Like I understand we have some very uh we have some very tight knit fans from who have had season tickets for forty years and they love their seat at McMahon Stadium. And dude, like I love it too. We always have a very good record at home. Yeah. I love McMahon Stadium. But everybody would love a dome. Like dude B C pregame, they had the lights going, like 
they they like turned the lights off and they had these lights just going everywhere for the game, like yeah. for the uh, player intros. It was amazing the feel of that place, and they're a five and thirteen football team. Yeah, like we go to the Grey Cup every year. We're in the West Final every year. We're we're competing for the West Division every year. Like, yeah, why are we not having a better stadium and having fun with this thing? Yeah. No, that that BC Dome is awesome, and even like they don't have nearly as many fans as us, yeah. but it just feels so cool inside there. Uh, okay, a couple of other fast food recommendations: uh, White Castle, uh, which is solid. Uh, uh, those, if you get like the movie again, good. hydrated. The, the movie's good, <laughs> but the burgers are pretty. If you get six terrible. of those cheeseburger sliders when you're hydrated, it's yeah. pretty, <laughs> pretty unbelievable. But then you might as well go to Joey's and get them the sliders there like you can go with the sliders anywhere uh there was a shake shack a couple shake shack nominations i don't even know what the shake shack is shake shack it's uh it's more like midwest um yeah midwest and they've got one in vegas couple in vegas on the strip and shake shack solid uh okay what what's your feeling on what's your feeling on zips that's been okay. shown out there <laughs> that's my wife was it was it <laughs> i was gonna where's where's the phone number at uh, out here i gotta find this one now uh, just tell me if it's eight zero nine. Okay, I'll find it. I gotta find this one. Now. She, yeah, yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's your wife. Yes. <laughs> she just texted me and said, "Bo, West Coast, best coast, brah. Stop <laughs> hating on In and Out." But, <laughs> but she the same thing. Yeah, stop hating. Yeah, but Zips is where it's at. See, Zips is outstanding though. I was devastated when they closed the Zips in Bonner's Ferry. I, I drove through there this year. And Zip, I was like, you have to be hydrated to go there. <laughs> The fish is good at Zips. You kidding? Fish? Yeah, that's like that's, they're special. Oh, dude, yeah, the, you're the a shrimp, special, rather. You're a the special, shrimp at, at fish. You're a right? very special human being. <laughs> if you can go to any fast food restaurant like that and order seafood, no chance. Yeah, I ever you're get a, a no fish chance, fillet or... at McDonald's. No, I'm not. That is yeah. never well, happening. It's not, not fish. No matter how shrimp. hydrated it's I am, sure the deep fried shrimp at Zips outstanding. That might be even worse. Like, think about, <laughs> think about where in line Zips is on their pick of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Like, think about all the people that get the pick of shrimp before Zips Fast Food Restaurant. That before is Before the boys from Zips come in. Just, oh, <laughs> man. You go to Zips because they have these greasy, cheesy burgers, and they throw A1 sauce on them. They're kind of like a Five Guys in that way. Um, mm. But really, everybody goes for the like blizzard type things. They're okay. called they're called hurricanes though. Yeah. Like they just stole the name and switched it from a blizzard to a hurricane. <laughs> okay, come on. So yeah, yeah, so Maddie's gonna get mad about that, but come sorry. on, Zips. West Coast not the best coast, bro. Um, South is. North side. South. <laughs> hey Bo, is Pat a nerd? I would suggest I would be fo- fall more in the dork category as nerd. That's how I have always said it. But really, yeah. well, how would you want to be a dork over a nerd? I don't want to be either, but I'm also <laughs> realistic about the the situation. What's your definition of a dork compared to a nerd? Let me ask I you. I don't that. know. Like, a, 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 I don't spend a lot of time gaming, or you know, I, like nerd to but me what, seems more like like do you gaming, read? or I don't do a lot of reading. I'm not yeah. I'm not overly smart, so like that to me puts you in the nerd category. Whereas dork, you know, it's like Ah, well, you know, you're a little off cool. Like you're not quite on the the cool line. Like yeah, you're a little off color. That's kind of where I okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I I'm sorry. Did you say a little off cool? Yeah, like you I've know, never like, heard not, anyone describe <laughs> a human being like that ever. Just, <laughs> let's nerd circle this guy. <laughs> this guy's getting nerd circled. <laughs> By the way, I, I I had never heard that term nerd, before nerd. in my entire life. What term? Nerd circled. 
Really? Yeah. You he, taught you taught him that's so, Canadian. Yeah. So basically what happened was Nick Nick said something, did something. Nick's a nerd. Yeah. And Nick Nick did something and Clute just goes, We should nerd circle this guy. And I was like, <laughs> What did you just say? It's He's a like nerd thing. circle and I was like, What is that? He goes, Think about it. It's when you put somebody in the middle and you push him around and you say nerd. Nerd, yeah. Is that a Canadian thing? I think it is a Canadian I thought Canadians thing. don't bully. What well you this? always apologize after. Nerd, 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 and then it goes, sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Hug, 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 hug. <laughs> I don't think it goes like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how St. Mary's yeah, nerd circle. Canadians are, y'all are, y'all are jerks, man. Yeah. We don't nerd circle anybody in the States. We're nice. Did you ever do the funnel in high school? Or you no. Funnel, you put it, did a circle well, in the let's not talk about. Let's not talk about <laughs> bullying people right No, now. this is not bullying. This is just like, it's more being a jerk to everybody. You do a funnel in the hall, and you do like a big circle. Then like, anybody wants to walk through that, to work, walk through this funnel, and it's very difficult to walk through. It's like, oh, I got to go through like six people just to get in my locker. It was less <laughs> bullying. It was more just, just people being jerks. More a nuisance, yeah, if was, you will. Yeah. No. Annoying nuisance. Yeah. Never had that. Uh, a dork and a nerd are the same thing. Only dorks are dumber. That's kind of where I'm going for. Is that you see? Be, I would mm. think like no. So to, to me, like nerdy is like like I I would say you're you're nerdy because the difference between you and other uh, what what are y'all called radio people? Yep. Yeah. Is your I feel like you always have a pen in your hand. You're always writing notes. You're always like the moment I say something, you look it up and you like you're ready with a stat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, to me, he's kind of nerdy. He's got yeah, a point. Yeah. yeah. Like, dork is like, to me, that's a little bit more like, you're like, like, clumsy, you know, like, yeah, like, I would say, like, like you said off color a little bit. Like, you're just, like, a little different. We've got that, too. Like, yeah. a little bit of both. Hey, man, it's cool to be a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's cool to be different. Yeah. I wish I nerd, could read. Being a nerd is way, like, honestly, growing up now, like, I would much rather have been a nerd in high school than the jock that I was. I would have much rather been a nerd because I was a closet nerd. Those are the cool people. I was people so now. good at math, and I loved math, and I had great grades, <laughs> and I hid that. You I hid was like, that? Yes. Nerd alert. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hid it. I, I, I didn't want people to know I was smart. Yeah, like, I hid my it SATs too. were ridiculous. And then, <laughs> honestly, though, man. Well, all right, here, here's a good question. What's your? Uh, what was your worst subject? Math. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why well, say yeah? I like, see that. Fluke, <laughs> <laughs> run 14 yards. Okay. Um, Eng- which, which one is that? All day. <laughs> English. English? Yeah. English? Yeah. I just I, hate, I hated reading, and I hated reading the books that they gave us, so I just I hated it. So I could not ever get my head around having to read a book, write an essay about it. I hated it. I was so bad at it. That's His- surprising. History. History you were bad at? I can't tell you who was in any war ever. And my wife is such a history buff, so she oh, yeah. hates and love when someone brings up something historical because she knows it and she just looks at me and the look on my face is like, oh, <laughs> shit, shoot. <laughs> Ding. Like, well, took 49 like, minutes, but we yeah, got it. It's like, please ask my husband something about history right now because she'll always be like, like someone, hey, like yeah, World War One. She's like, yeah, Bo, what do you think about World War One? <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. It was uh, definitely the first. See? <laughs> nope. It was crazy. <laughs> it was, man. What is there not to say about it? <laughs> yeah. Because okay, so here's why. So in in high school, uh, in Texas, if you're a coach, if you're not the head coach, you have to teach. So every one of our coaches were history coaches. Oh yeah. Oh. So I got an A in every history class, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I did not, I did not go. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, history was always going to be my last class of the day, and as I got there, 
boom, <laughs> I was out, straight to football, studying for an extra period. A lot of test questions said, when is the War of 1812? Uh, <laughs> okay. It was, the I know yeah. it was in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm drawing a blank. Any uh, anybody you like for uh, the uh, stamps tickets? Uh, we'll talk about it here during the break. We'll okay. announce it when we come back. But uh, that was your armchair quarterback segment. Uh, appreciate all all the uh, honestly. What happened was. I guess like people called in and we tried to answer one and then the calls that kept coming in and the phone line basically broke. So all we had was text there. So to the yep. callers right there, we do apologize. It's that old um, system, it, yeah. it overloads really easily. Yeah, next time we'll just have you call Kluke's cell phone, which is 403. And we'll take a break here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll take a break right here on the Bow Show on Sports at 960. The Fan. This is the Bow Show. Hell yeah, yeah. On Sportsnet 960, The Fan. And then there's no tag here. There's only two we tags. We gotta fix this. Two tags an hour. It must be fixed. Two. Peter! Will! Anyone! Fix it. Another one. Okay, so now, uh, Pinder, we will ask you though. So you can Shall jump in it? on this. If you could have the voice of any famous person ever, not singing, voice. just yeah. like talking, who would it be? Oh, man. You had. Yeah. Uh, oh. Who's the guy that does all the bloody uh, so commercials? We, we T.I. You were just a okay. Wait, person. I didn't know it was the voice I wanted. I thought it was the voice I could do. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. You also couldn't well, do then it. Then just any British yeah, man do wouldn't have been well, my answer. Yeah, we were, we were all really confused by it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dork. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jake <laughs> he Jones. goes, "Oi, governor, <laughs> can you do your British accent one more time?" Oi, governor, it be me, James Bond, <laughs> in it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Casino <time>. Royale. <laughs> I went. It? I went with Liv Schreiber. Uh, and Who? Klein went with uh, Morgan Freeman. I was going to say, the creep that uh, did the Vancouver Transit stuff for a while. Morgan Freeman's got the pipes. The creep? Yeah. The creep? I think he, uh, <laughs> there's some, he got me There's too, some right? creepy allegations, yeah. uh, I believe, yeah. in there. Oh, Morgan did? Yeah, I, I believe did. so. Because it was right around the time that he was the voice of Vancouver Transit. Like, train is arriving. And everyone's like, oh, this is cool. And then, like, days later, he's like, and he's not doing that anymore. That got taken down. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a... Like, oh my gosh, I wish I had the No, that's not what I mean. But he's like, just epic. Like if, those guys have the setup too. They basically you put a studio in your basement, charge people a couple hundred grand and just read stuff for right? thirty minutes and you're done for the day. What about um <laughs> he was a James Bond, but he's got like one of the greatest voices ever. Daniel Craig. Oh, uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Oh, Sean, Sean Connery. <laughs> what? That was your imitation of Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I just Welcome think of the SNL Sean to Connery. The rock. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the right there. <laughs> That was it. Suck it, Trebek. Yeah. <laughs> Fake Sean oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I can think of with Sean Connery. <laughs>